0: I believe that every single one of us was given a whole entire world. The world was created for you. You were created for the world. And if you're constantly trying to live in someone else's world, for someone else's world, you're never going to make any headway. I am so passionate about empowering other women to sit down and look at what they truly want. And when you know what you want, then that's when I come in and I give you the tools and I give you the framework to make it fit. Now, when we become moms, huge sacrifices have to be made. When we're married, sacrifices have to be made too. Absolutely. But there is no comparing the emotional suck and the time drain that motherhood is. No matter how confident and how secure you are in your motherhood journey, it is demanding. It is so, so demanding. Finding time for all the things that you want to do really has to be looked at. And I sat down and I looked at it for years. For years, I've been trying to figure out what goes where and how does this fit in and what needs to go, what needs to give, what are my priorities, how do I make this all work, how do I have a job, how do I contribute financially, how do I make sure that my children are thriving and make sure that I have a deep and meaningful relationship with my spouse and that we're not just roommates and how do I give to the community around me and how do I make sure that I'm being active physically and have enough times to prep minimally processed food and just all the things, you know, and that's why I came up with this framework. We are going to dive in to how you can actually move the needle in your own life in your home, and what you're doing every single day so that you have time to work on the things that light you up. Not the things that you think you're supposed to be doing, but the things that you want to be doing, like growing a business or really diving deep into that passion that you've had for so long that might, just might turn into a business someday. So, no matter where your dreams are, Mama, this episode is for you. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships. Right, so I'm gonna tackle this in three chunks the way that I truly believe you can start to make some headway and figure out how to be consistent with showing up every single day to make headway to not just be treading water but to throw some freestyle laps in there like Let's let's make some movement happen. These the three things that I really really truly believe that I do are one, absolutely positively knowing what my fundamental needs are. The second is to have clear and concise communication with my husband. And the third is having a framework For my day. So, the way that I schedule and segment my day every single week, I call it a framework. So, I'm gonna go through those three things with you right after I tell you that I want you to go right now and leave me a written review. Like, what would you say if I just paused and didn't talk for a really long time and you could just keep running this podcast episode and not miss a single thing? Go leave me a review a written review, and tell me what you've been learning, tell other moms what you've been learning, and then come back here. No, I won't, but I will let you know there's a pause button, and you don't have to miss a single thing. You can go right now, you can leave me a review, and let me tell you what your review does, you guys. This podcast just got ranked in the United States, number 67 in the parenting category because of your consistent reviews. I have to have you guys leaving reviews so that I continue to show up in the feed so that when other moms are looking for information under parenting, they find this podcast. If you think that this podcast has helped you in parenting, has helped you in motherhood, you've got to go leave a review. You have to do it. I would be absolutely thrilled. I share your reviews on my Instagram account so that other moms know how much success you have had. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do that. And can we just have a party for a minute? Guys, I've waited 17 episodes. Yeah, I've waited 17 episodes to be ranked. And I ranked in some country like, Laughensburg. I don't even know the name of it. (laughs) Like number four. And you can hardly even see it on the map. I don't even know what continent it's on because I don't. (laughs) And I have been ranked in Germany and I've been ranked in Greece and in Canada, which is cool. But I was just like, come on, come on, good old America. Like, let's do the thing. But there's so much competition. And I am honored and humbled. That's the top 100. I just, oh my gosh, I took a picture of it and I sent it to my business coach. And she's the one that I learned how to do podcasting from. And I just was like, I don't know, I'm emotional just thinking about it. All this hard work, early mornings, sick kiddos, sacrificing so many things to really lay out all of the work and the passion and the knowledge that has been placed on my heart that I feel like I'm being called to do. It's so nice when you guys show up in my DMs and you leave me reviews and you let me know that this is meaningful to you because truly there's been a voice deep inside me for a long time that has said, show up this way in the world. And I was nervous, scared. Um, I didn't know how it would be received. I, I had to make some hard decisions in my life, some really hard decisions on other things that I'm super passionate about to follow this call. And those notes from you guys, the DMs and, and being ranked like, ah, <laughs> it's awesome but enough of that. Let's get back to what you showed up to this episode for. All right, let's talk about that very first thing that I think that you guys, actually I don't think, I know you guys needs to do and it is knowing what your fundamental needs are. I've talked about this before. I have an entire podcast episode on teaching you how to time block your fundamental needs and it actually goes into depth on how to figure out what um, they are. And I have a incredible workbook for you guys. If you are in a position where you don't know what your fundamental needs are, which is so common for moms, so unbelievably common for moms, we just get lost. And and some people live lost like that until their children leave. And then they suffer from the most incredible empty nest syndrome or they end up divorcing Um, My parents certainly went down that path. Blaine's parents went down that path. And I'm sure so many of you that are the same age as me have parents that, you know, they stuck it out for their kids. And then when their kids were gone, they didn't have a relationship and the women didn't know who they were and they're left trying to figure out how they're going to provide for themselves. Um, It's just, it's rough and it's not something that I'm going to do and knowing what my needs are, my needs, like me as Chelsea Joe, what are the needs that I have and how do I make them happen every single week? Now, these are not wants. These are not the things that I want. The things that I want to do don't happen very often because I'm making sure that the things that I need happen. And when you have small children at home you get what you need and you don't always get what you want. Sometimes I get what I want, of course, but what I need is a priority and that is what I make sure happens and it's what you need to make sure happens. So there is a link in the show notes to download that workbook and the workbook takes you through step by step on how to assess where you're at with your needs, how you feel about very specific aspects in your life, This workbook takes you through step by step and asks you very specific questions on how you're feeling in all of these different aspects in your life. How do you feel in your marriage? What do you need to feel like and to know, to be confident in where you sit with your marriage? Maybe that's the only priority you should have on your plate right now because you haven't prioritized it in years Maybe your marriage really needs attention. You have to know what your needs are right now in this season of life because what my needs were before I had Bailey and after I had Bailey, before I had Frankie, when I wasn't a mom, like it, it's different. Every season of life, you're going to have different needs. And if you haven't assessed them, how are you going to be able to meet your needs you're not. And if you want to make any kind of headway, if you want to start doing more than just treading water, you have to stop ignoring yourself. You have to know what you need. You got to be strong enough to swim, girl. You've got to be strong enough to swim. You need to learn how to do the right strokes, how to breathe the proper, proper way You need to know which goggles reduce drag and what swimsuit reduces drag. And you got to pull your hair back in a ponytail. Like what do you need to be able to swim? What do you need to be able to, to swim this race to do some laps? Like imagine this for a minute. I go to Lifetime Fitness and they have 1,256,000 pools, I swear to you. They have an indoor lap pool and an outdoor lap pool and a kid play pool inside and a kid play pool outside and slides and like all this ridiculous stuff. So I see people swimming all the time. Forgive me for this ridiculous but rather impactful analogy. Uh, But imagine seeing a woman in the pool doing laps and what she looks like. Look at her cadence. Look at her rhythm. You can hear the water splash, 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 breathe over and over and over and over. Right? Versus (laughs) mama over here in the pool, that has the kids screaming, yelling. She's running out into the deep end as she throws her cell phone down because she's had the blue light syndrome up in her face and she hears one kid screaming. She runs out into the pool. She's literally has her jean shorts on, no swimsuit, but one kid's got snot coming out of his nose. The other one's taken his floaties off and ran too far into the pool. Like she's a mess. She's literally gonna get out there in the deep end and try and save somebody and not know how to swim at best she's gonna tread water and i just think that the only way for you to become the mom in the pool that is swimming laps is for you to know what you need to be able to swim laps and i think in motherhood We tend to think that the only thing that we need once we become moms is a whole lot of unconditional love for our children. But I promise you, (laughs) that only goes so far when there's poop on the walls, guys. That only goes so far when you've been nose deep in motherhood for seven years, for two years. I mean, it does not take long for you to get overwhelmed and feel like you're drowning. It doesn't. And if you can know what your needs are, If you know what you need to be able to fuel your body, to fuel your mind, what kind of food serves you best, what kind of exercise serves you best, how much alone time you need every week, what kind of time you need with your girlfriends, all of these things are so important. If you could put that down on a piece of paper and say, okay, two hours a week, that's all I need to clean my house, to actually clean like clean it, you know? Okay. All right. I, I got that. Now I need probably two hours a week to just be alone. So maybe that breaks down that two nights a week, I get to spend an hour by myself. Now I need a lot more alone time than that, but I didn't always, um, it didn't start out that way, but I, I did get two hours in when I had a newborn, You know, if it was to read a book or to take a bath, and maybe you're the type of person that your spouse is like a level nine clinger and they just want to be on you all the time, and it's not your children. Maybe you need to tell them, All right, look, I love you, but in order for me to pour into you and give you the kind of connection that you need, I need some time by myself. And it's okay to say that. Like, it's totally okay to say that. So, The point is, is that if you don't know what your needs are, there's no way you're going to know how much time you need for them. And the third thing that I go over is the framework and the time that you need to be able to meet your needs comes into play for the framework. So stick around for that one. But we're going to move into number two right now. The second thing that you absolutely are going to need to be able to start making some headway and move the needle in your life to get consistent and to be able to start working on your own passions and to be consistent in your side hustle is good communication with your husband. I will tell you that we operate like a very well oiled machine over here. Most of the time, communication has been hard for me and my husband. When he moved in, we had a three-year-old. I had a three-year-old already when he, when we got married. And so we didn't have time to really, we got married really quickly. It was just like crazy overnight fall in love. All right, let's get married. (laughs) So we just didn't have time to figure out how we were going to mash as far as communicating was concerned and it's been trial by fire by lots and lots of fire (laughs) lots of fire and i am communicating queen over here i'm like tell me all the things i'm gonna tell you all the things and he's so very typical man like he has all these boxes in his brain and he, the none of them are connected at all. Like he, he goes into his box and that's all he thinks about when he's in that box. And that's how he communicates. And when I communicate, it is a bowl of spaghetti. Everything is touching everything and it's all connected and there's a million pathways and it all is amazing and delicious and smells fantastic in my brain. But when my husband looks at it, he just sees like, a blob, a pile of mess. That's what he sees. And he does not know how to make sense of it. So we've had to work really, really hard at communicating. I've had to be very clear about what I need and what I want. And there were times in the beginning of our marriage with kids where I was wanting to do things. And motherhood is not the only thing that lights me up. And I refuse to live a life where I'm only giving in to motherhood because it's what people think I should do. And he came from a relatively traditional line of women. Um, His grandmother was a preacher's wife, a Baptist preacher's wife, and she is blessed and holy and beautiful and the kindest woman ever. She is two generations removed from me and she lived a very traditional life. And even though Blaine's mom has worked and has always worked and isn't super traditional. she's a lot like me actually. He still had um, the notion of a traditional woman in his mind and it took a lot of communicating to him how much I love and care for my children but how much I always I also love and care for the call that God has placed on my heart and I'm so grateful that he is a believer in me and a believer in, how the Holy Spirit works in women and the gifts that I've been given because I didn't have to work extra hard, you know? I mean, I I did have to work at communicating my needs to him. I had to tell him, look, I need to be in the gym. And I know you want to be in the gym every single morning, but I want to be there too. So we're going to have to give a little, like I want muscles. (laughs) I know you do too, but I want muscles. And He never fought me on any of those things, but I had to talk to him about it. I had to sit him down and say, hey, look, these are the things I want. Did those conversations always go non-emotional? No, because I need a lot of help in that department. (laughs) I really do. But I tried. I gave him my heart. I gave him what I wanted. And we prayed about it. We've prayed about it a lot. And I know that there's no way that you're going to be able to get what you want if you don't tell your husband about it. And I know that there is fear and anxiety and doubt for so many of you that he's going to understand you, but you have to do it anyway. He's never going to understand you if you don't try. He's never going to understand what you want if you don't bring it to him. And you can't resent him and you can't resent your children for the way that you feel if you're not talking about it. If you're not telling your husband, I hate this job and I want to do something different. I want to work from home. I want to be with my babies. He's never going to know that. He's not going to understand why you're angry all the time. He's not going to understand why you're frustrated. You don't have to swallow that. You can talk about it. He's also never going to understand that you want to subscribe to this workout program. Like I have this good friend, um, that has a podcast, a a productivity podcast. It's called Intentional Productivity. Um, and she is part of an MLM. She runs a workout program. I don't know the name of it, but I'll tell you, like I have been watching her talk about it so much. And she gets up in the morning. She's a stay-at-home mom. She works from home and she knows what her priorities are. And she has other women doing this workout program in their home. And I love my gym, but seeing how passionate she is about it, I'm almost like, girl, I'm going to try that. Like, I'm going to try it because it's so good for her. Like, it works and she loves it. And if you see those things and they, they call you to them and you want to try them and you're serious about them, but you're afraid of what your husband's going to think, you need to ask him. You need to tell him, look, I want to sign up for this thing. I really want to do this thing. Now, it can't just be something on a whim. You need to have prayed about it. You need to have journaled about it. You need to sit on it. You need to think about it. And you need to be really convicted about the things that you want and the things that you need, which is why you need to know what your priorities are. Go through the workbook, download it, do it. And then you can have the competence to sit down and talk to him about it and to make sure that You know that you're not asking for things that are just going to be a fad, that these are truly things that you need. And let me just say this, the conversation may not go the way that you want it to. It's not about going to your husband and asking for permission. It's not about, I want a yes from him and what can I do to get him to let me do this? It's not about that. It's about opening up communication with your spouse so that you guys can know each other so that he can know you deeply so that he can pray with you about the things that you're wanting. And this can be a decision that makes you both feel good. I mean, it was a huge conversation to say, I want to start a podcast and I want to buy this $500 course to teach me how to do it. Say what? Like we don't have the money for that. I mean, we do, but do we, you know, like, Those are the things that you have to really sit down and have conversations about. We talk at length about the things that are on our hearts so that whenever we are moved to make a decision, it's not just dumping all of this information on someone and expecting an answer out of them. So absolutely know what your needs are. Absolutely talk to your husband about them. And the third thing is have a framework. This is the part that I, I know not many of you are doing and I need you to start doing it. Having a framework for your day is a game changer. Every single mom that I coach in a motherhood productivity session gets a framework for their day, a personalized one, like no more throwing spaghetti at the wall. We go through every single part of their day and I figure out what it is that's important to them, what goals they're trying to accomplish, What they're spending their time on, what they need to be doing, where they have to be, and I figure out a framework for them. You can have a framework too. And if you're not ready for a motherhood productivity session, that's okay. Download my roadmap. I have a scheduling roadmap for work from home moms, and it literally teaches you how I build my framework. Now, if you are not working from home yet, that's okay. This roadmap teaches you how to segment your day so that you can focus on things that are meaningful to you, whatever your passion project is, even if you're just in a time and space in your life where all you need to do is just take care of yourself. If all you want to fit in every day is serious meditation, this roadmap works for you carving out a time and a space in your life when you are a stay-at-home mom when you're taking care of children to be able to focus on what you were designed to do eventually can lead to you working from home it doesn't have to but it can it did for me That's where I'm at now. I'm working from home. I also work outside of the house, but that's okay. The framework is 100% there to support the life that you have and it teaches you how to build in what your fundamental needs are, how to show up as a wife, how to show up as a mom, so that you know in every segment of your day what you're supposed to be doing. Are you going to have to Get real disciplined with what you're doing with your time? Absolutely. You wouldn't be here listening to this podcast if you weren't ready to do that. You are ready to do that. Click on the show notes, download the roadmap, and get yourself in a position where you know what you're doing with your time every single day. Now, here's the thing about that I just said where you know what you're doing with your time. Now, if you don't know what your fundamental needs are, you have no idea how much time you need for them, you cannot download this roadmap. I have two killer free tools for you that all come together right here in this episode. You can start from the very first one. For those of you that have already downloaded it and worked through it, awesome. Now you can go on to your second one. This one teaches you This roadmap teaches you exactly how to set up your day. There are no timestamps in this. I do not like using planners that have timestamps in them because a framework is not a schedule. Now, this is a scheduling roadmap, meaning it guides you into how to set a schedule for your day. It isn't the schedule for your day. Do you see the difference? Once you download the workbook, you absolutely will. Let me give you a little bit of information on what is in this download and help you navigate it when you download it. Listen, we have a full 24 hours every single day. Every single person does. And what I'm trying to get you to do is move the needle in your life so that you have time to work on the things that are meaningful to you so you can work from home. So you can start really putting intention behind the gifts and the talents that you bring to this specific community, to your house, to this world. So you can start making ripples the way that you were designed to make them. Here is how it works. There's five segments in your day. Your framework has different blocks and they're not time blocks specifically, there's segments in your day. There's five of them. It goes into depth on what those five are in the download. But briefly, it's your morning, your a.m., your midday, your p.m. and your night. Those are all the five segments that you're going to have in your framework. Now the things that you put in your segments are going to be different from mine. When you download the roadmap, it's going to show you all of the examples of what I put into my segments. So on any given day, like today, I was supposed to be going out on a day date today, but Bailey has gotten sick. And so we are going to stay home. But on a day like today, I would still have my framework, but I'm not going to be able to move through the routines in each of those segments because I'm not going to be home, but that's okay. Whenever I get home, I can look at, well, what segment of my day am I in? And if I were to be going out on that day, I would have been getting home in my PM segment and I would have come home and immediately known that I'm going to jump into my dinner routine and then my bed bath, my bed I always say bed, bath, and books, but guess what? That's backwards. And then I jump immediately into my bath, books, and bed routine. And then from there, I go into my night segment, which is where I have one-on-one time with my husband. I have a nighttime routine. Um, I read a book. There's a bunch of different examples that I do in my night segment. That is how I build a framework and I really hope that you guys go and you download and you look at this specific example that I give. I have an entire Monday laid out and an entire Tuesday laid out. And the reason that I laid out those two days is because those two days for me are typically different. I, in my morning segment every single day, I do different things. On Mondays, I'm home. On Tuesdays, I go to the gym. The next week... Monday, I might go to the gym, and Tuesday morning, I'm home. So you can see how this framework can support a schedule that isn't consistent. My schedule is the furthest thing from consistent. It's hard, but this framework is what helps me keep my sanity. Once you have this framework in place, and you start utilizing it, and you start putting in systems and routines into each segment of your framework, that's when you begin to utilize your time efficiently. You start to show up in each segment of your day with intention and purpose. You no longer have to be thinking about what you're going to be doing later because you you know that it lives in this segment of your day. You no longer have to worry about how you're going to make it to the grocery store because you know what day of the week you're going to the grocery store. And every single week it lives in this segment of my day on this day of the week. And you don't have to worry about it. You no longer have to be swirling all of these things around in your mind and in your brain on what you're supposed to be doing because they have a home. They have a place where they live. That, if you can't tell already, is how I managed to, in air quotes, do it all. I've condensed what I do into a system and a routine and I put that routine in a very specific segment of my day and I'm done. When I move into that segment of my day, I know exactly where I'm supposed to be, exactly what I'm supposed to do. I do it and I move on. Everything becomes efficient and then I have this entire, you guys, seriously, the segments of my day, my morning segment is me. I focus on me. Like, that's what I'm doing. It's my morning routine. I get ready for the day or I do a workout or I do a power hour of podcasting, which is what I'm doing right now. This is, (laughs) this is in my morning segment of the day. It's about to wrap up. And then I know that I'm moving into my AM segment, which is focused on motherhood. It's focused on my home. It's focused on my to-dos. I put everything in that segment of my day, my midday segment. It's quiet time. It's nap time. It's focused on me. That's when I am able to focus on growing a business. And before, well, I guess I've been growing a business ever since I had children. (laughs) Like Frankie Joe was itty bitty when I started Two Lemons in Love, my event and floral design company uh, that I had with my mom. So I think nap time has always been for my business. But for those of you that don't have a business, nap time can be to read a book, not to sit and scroll on your cell phone. Absolutely not. Not, you're not doing that anymore. I just sat with an accountability partner and another mom that I did a motherhood productivity session with, but she's one of my best friends. You know, I told her like, if you really, really, really want to have time for painting at the end of your week, but you're trying to make headway in your photography business and work from home, then you need to incentivize yourself with painting on Fridays, but only and only if you've gotten all of your photography work done Monday through Thursday. Because if you use your morning block and your midday block to work on business, that is at least three or four hours if you get up early like me to work on a business. So if that's four hours a day times four days a week, that's 16 hours, two hours in the morning, two hours at nap time. That's 16 hours a week. If you can't get done what you want to get done working from home on your business in 16 hours a week, you've probably been on your phone scrolling, getting sucked in far too much, far too much. And if you do, awesome. Paint on Fridays. Do whatever you want on Fridays. That's the joy of being intentional, of working from home. That is why we're doing this. That's why I'm doing it, right? So please, 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 no matter where you're at on this journey, do not use nap time to scroll Instagram. I mean, I don't really even scroll Instagram like ever. Sometimes I do. Let me let me just say let me let me clarify that. Because I am no different from any of you and I get sucked in, but it is absolutely at the forefront of my mind every single time I get on to Instagram and if I catch myself scrolling, I literally say out loud, "You're scrolling. You're scrolling. You're scrolling." And I am triggering my brain to stop the habit. I have to stop that habit because it's sucking away all of the time that I want and all of the time that I need in these segments of my day. Okay, off that soapbox, I'm pretty sure I go on that tangent in every single episode. Guys, I'm so for real about it. So the point is, is that this is when you start to be able to make some headway in your home to be able to have time for working on a business. and that is where I get consistent with it. I have these segments and in my morning se- in my my own morning segment, in my midday segment, and every once in a while in my night segment, if my husband and I have communicated and we're both okay with it because my night segment is, um, very sacred. A nighttime routine and calming down at the end of the day is a practice that I truly believe in. But every once in a while, we will do work in the evening together. But that is not always. But that's how I get consistent. That's how I'm showing up for you guys. That's how I'm showing up for my children. That's just, it's what has to be done if you legitimately want to move the needle. If you want to get from an empty tank to a full tank, you're going to have to do these three things. If you are lost and all of this seems overwhelming to you, you have tried to put in the work and it's just not working for you. Like your spaghetti ain't sticking. You've thrown it at the wall and something has just gone wrong. Then schedule a motherhood productivity session with me. I will get you results in a 60 minute phone call, and you are able to have your own framework and start moving forward in your day. All of the moms I have worked with have seen massive results, huge results in what they're putting their time and energy into. And they are loving the fact that they are capable of now having time to work from home, to focus on their children, to focus on their marriage, and to focus on themselves. I'm so happy you joined me here today for this episode, and I can't wait to catch you over on Instagram. Come over, hang out with me, and don't forget to leave that written review. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves?